welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land, and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett, coming to you from the swamplands of Southwest Louisiana, and joining me over Zoom from her bed and breakfast in Pennsylvania is my partner in crime, Miss Lisa Everett. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Patrick. Well, Lisa, before we get started, do you want to play another round of 80s TV trivia? Sure. All right. Bring it. It's time once again for a round of Super Retro Trivia. Sit down, strap on that thinking cap, and get ready to go. In five, four, three, two, one. I got you three questions. Okay. All right, here we go. Question number one. Which member of the A-team was a pilot? The, the, the character person? Yeah. Um... Which one was the was Murdoch? That's right. Mm-hmm. You remember his nickname? He had another. He had a nickname other than Murdoch. That yeah. wasn't the nickname. Mm, no. He he went by H M Murdoch, but H M they had like a little uh, a name for that. Uh, you don't know? No. What Howling Mad Murdoch. Oh no! I I know when they called that. him that a few mm-hmm. times. So. No. Okay. No, well, at least I got, okay. Number Mm -hmm. two, what was the name of the cat on the cartoon, The Smurfs? Um, uh, Esmeralda or uh, Aswad or, um, um, uh, you're on the right track. It started with an AZ. AZ, Aswad, Azriel. Yep. That's Azriel? Is it? That's it. I didn't cheat or nothing. It just came into my head. (laughs) Okay. You ready for number three? Yeah. On Little House on the Prairie, what is the name of Laura Ingalls' horse? Her horse. Oh. Her horse. Um... uh give me a clue can you give me a letter or something i might be able to get it i watch little house on the prairie all the time okay. so uh um, start with a b b well she didn't call it um lemon verbena <laughs> that's her perfume miss miss beetle's perfume um b uh bonnie very close uh bunny yes bunny bunny are you kidding me nope. oh my god 
I don't know where that came from. I honestly do not know where that came from. I could see that she had, she had, I remember there was an episode where um, she uh, lost, it was like a bet to Nellie or something and Nellie took her horse. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. That might, I think that was funny. And I just kind of like flash back to that scene and don't ask me how, but okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. All right, uh-huh. that was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I surprised myself. Okay. Thanks for playing. Welcome. We've got a uh, lot of stuff to talk about on this episode. Uh, okay. So let, let's get right down to business. Uh, we're going to talk about some movies first. Uh, if you're looking for a good movie recommendation, like, like you know, movies that are smartly written, well acted, uh, have spectacular special effects and a huge budget, then this is not one of them. Okay? I was going to say, <laughs> okay, I was like, wait a minute, because I've never even heard of this movie. So uh, like, what, what, this, this is more, okay. Yeah, this uh-huh. is more of my taste in movies. This, this one's uh-huh. low budget, yeah, cheesy, it's, it's, and stars wrestling legend, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ah. And I'm talking about the 1988 movie, Hell Comes to Frogtown. In the future. After the big war. There will come a time to rebuild and a need for a new and special kind of soldier. This man is carrying a loaded weapon. Prepare to meet the next great American hero. That's where you come in. Are you serious? His name is... Hell. Sam Hell. Never heard of you. We're going to Frogtown. And this is the adventure he's been waiting for gonna get him out and then you're gonna get him pregnant and if anyone's got a chance in hell of rescuing the virgins from the evil clutches of toady it's a miracle right let's go and escaping from frogtown go, 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 go. it's sam shit. holy shit be there for the action <laughs> the adventure oh, sam what are you doing and be there for the dance of the three snakes. Dance or die. We're all gonna die. When hell comes to Frogtown. Starring Rowdy Roddy Piper as Sam. You are one weird dude. Sandal Bergman as Nurse Spangle. Wired to blow. Hell comes to Frogtown. Froggies. Uh, I take it you've never seen this one, right? No. Mm-mm. You're missing out in life. Not comment. <laughs> you're really missing out. You're, you're living a sheltered life. I, I think so. I think so. Yeah. Well, let me tell you a little bit about it. Yeah. Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. You know him, of course, right? Yeah. Did he yeah, die? Okay. Like yeah, recently? He did. Yeah, it was a few. Just years like- Okay. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he stars as Sam Hell. That's why it's called Hell Comes to Frogtown. Okay. Oh, okay. And the girl from uh, Conan the Barbarian, uh, I think it's, is it Sandal? It's, it's written S A N D A H L. Would you say Sandal? 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 Sandal uh-huh. Bergman? That, that was, you know, Conan's uh, partner when, it, when they were attacked. I, I never saw Conan either. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she she co-stars in it, and um, 
Oh yeah, this movie's crazy. It, it, it takes place way after like nuclear wars have laid waste to the planet. There's, so there's lots of uh, deserts now and uh, the radiation has made mutants, okay? Yeah. And it's left men sterile. Only yeah. about, and it's killed off most of the men because they all fought in these nuclear wars and there's only about 40% left of the male population that still exist in the world. And, uh, and just a handful of that 40% are actually fertile. And the USA is now ran by women. They have women armies because men are so scarce. And their main mission is to seek out and find fertile men, capture them, bring them back, and make them help, help you know, help repopulate the earth. Okay. Because there's no more, you know, births or yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So the human race is kind of slowly dying out because there's no no babies. Uh-huh. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah. Piper plays this, uh, he's kind of like a, a desert scavenger. Yeah. Uh, who happens to be very fertile. And okay. He ends up being captured by this squad. I don't know of- how he could be with all the steroids he did, but <laughs> <Yeah>. okay. <laughs> but he, yeah. he gets captured by these uh, women soldiers and they're commanded by that Bergman lady from... Uh, Conan, okay. Yeah. And uh, they decide to use him to help repopulate the human race. They're just going to use him and abuse him and throw yep. him in the, Pretty in the, much. In the swamp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but these mutant frogs, that, you know, the mutation, the uh, frogs are now like the size, like bigger than humans, actually. And, and they have their own language. They talk. And, you know, there's frogs in the movie. Wear, yeah. They wear clothes that they, they have weapons and they have the, their own town called Frog Town that they stay in. And uh, they've kidnapped they're like people. No, they're frogs. Yeah, they're but they're like running around with clothes on. Yeah, they're like giant frogs. So they're like they people inside frog suits for the movie. Yeah, they had costumes, animatronics, stuff like that. Um, oh. But uh, these mutant frogs, they've kidnapped a group of fertile women. And... Uh, the female soldiers, they, they need Roddy Piper to help because apparently he was like an ex-commando during the war days. And he's got a lot of skills they need to get inside Frogtown and rescue these women. So uh, they, they need his help. And uh, he has to do whatever the women want. And he can't escape because he has this bomb attached to his crotch. <laughs> oh, my God. And if he gets more than a few yards away from his uh, guard, that uh, crotch bomb will... <laughs> explode okay yeah so uh yeah, yeah. I, I i don't know that i'm gonna run right out and go find that one oh, you i'm should, not sure you should, yeah. um i'll tell you what crotch, this movie is so crotch, awesome crotch rocket yeah, yeah. this movie is so awesome uh-huh. it spawned three sequels spawned spawned is the key yeah. word they, they yeah. made a uh, frog town 2 which has lou ferrigno in it then wow. The next one was called Toad Warrior. Oh my God. And then the one after that was Sam Hale's toad, son. The Toad Warrior. His name was Max Hale in Frog Warrior. So uh, yeah, they made they made three sequels. And I'm surprised that this wasn't a, a TV series. Really? Yeah. I'm, me too. I'm totally <laughs> shocked. <laughs> it's shocking. You didn't, you didn't yeah. see Ronnie up there uh, picking up his Oscar, huh? Uh, Roddy, yeah, Piper, yeah. Tadpole, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm, I have visions of this in my head and it, none of it sounds good. None of it's looking good there. Yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's your, yeah. it's one of your faves, huh? It is an awesome B movie. Uh, love, it. B. love it. Love it. Are yeah. you sure it's not like a D an E? No. Yeah, I'll tell you what it's, uh, it's on Blu-ray. That's how good it is. Really? That's how good it is. Oh <laughs> my goodness. And it come out in, what'd you say, 1988? Uh, yeah, 88. 88. Wow. Yep. And all the sequels, I think were in the nineties, the early nineties. It must've been what killed him. You know, the, the, all the, <laughs> the radiation and the, <laughs> so you did know, they ever, is there, did they actually, did he, they make a mate with these fertile women? Did he have spawn off some little tadpole people? You're going to have to watch it and see. <laughs> what? You will never tell me. What if I, what if I can't, what if I just can't do it? What if I can't, <laughs> you know, then I'll never know. Well, you got that outdoor screen and projector. You ought to have a movie night. And, uh, uh, watch it. <laughs> it, it, is it rated R? Uh, I'm not sure. Is it get some graphic? Uh, no, frog I, don't, bump, I don't. I don't. Frog really. bumping going on. Like yeah, whatever. Well, <laughs> there's yeah. some uh, mating scenes. Yeah. I, I just don't know. There, there's not any nudity that I remember, but you know, they, okay. they kind of allude to some, but uh, if it was, who wants to see that? <laughs> yeah. You don't want to see I a don't. frog's butt. <laughs> no, or, or anything else of theirs. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> no. Think about Roddy Piper. Uh, I looked him up on IMDb and it shows he was in like 357 titles, but th th I bet they're counting like wrestling matches. Oh Yeah. But uh, but I, I have seen a lot of movies like They Live. I know, have you seen that one? Mm, I've heard of that one. Yeah, I've actually I mean, that's heard a of very, it. That's that's a John Carpenter film. That's and yeah, it's very, very popular. And he was but, in that. Uh, but he's been in tons of movies. You, I, yeah. I mean, I, I've seen him over the years in a lot of movies, and I like him. He's a good. Uh, he's not like the best actor, but he's good and he's funny and he has a lot of charisma on screen. But uh, okay. I think yeah. he could have. Uh, you know, he, he died way too early. He had lots, a lot of uh, movies to make, you know. He could have made yeah. a hell frog, uh, hell frog. A hell frog town. Yeah. <laughs> Four, five, or six, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to tell our listeners, if you haven't seen it, go watch it and let me know what you thought about it. And what, watch the sequels, too. Yeah, then tell me, because yeah. um, I don't you know. You need to watch. I, yeah, I need to watch it. Um, yeah, okay. All right. All right. Is that all you have to say about that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay. Hop, wow. Hop, that hop is not what, that, I was interested to find out what it was going to be because I, <laughs> I, I, I think I've heard of it, but never saw it and didn't know one thing about it. So I was curious as to what you were going to talk about, you know, with it. So now that I know, now I can't unsee that in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, hopping yeah, along. What, what, hopping what along. Uh, talk about? <laughs> hopping along. Okay. Um, my movie is a Tootsie, which we can do the Tootsie roll. We can just roll along, <laughs> you know, do the Tootsie roll. Let me tell you about my client, Michael Dorsey. He was a fine actor, maybe a great actor. But for every role he wanted, there was a reason why he wasn't right. Sorry, you're too tall. I can be shorter. No, I can't use you. Too short. Oh, I can be taller. Too moody. Next. Too old. Too stubborn. You're too much trouble. Too tough. Too temperamental. Too pushy. Too difficult. Michael, no one will hire you. Just watch me. 
boy, did he show us. He auditioned for the female lead on a soap opera and became the hottest new actress in America. And you know what? No one knows his new identity, not even the girl he's madly in love with. Soon everyone will know that she's Dustin Hoffman and he's Tootsie. It's from 1982, and you've seen it, right? I have. Okay. Um, well, I just was out and I had to get out of the house the other day, and we went to an antique shop, and I found an LP record of the soundtrack to it. And it's I, I, I you know, it's it's hard to find movie soundtracks anymore. So I was like shocked, you know, that I found the Tootsie soundtrack. So I thought I got to use that as my my movie, you know. So because um, it is one of my all time favorite romantic comedies. And it's directed by Sidney Pollack and it, star, it stars Dustin Hoffman. Um, it has a really good supporting cast, including uh, oh, yeah. Sidney, Sidney Pollack, Pollack is in it. Um, he plays his manager in the movie um, and Jessica Lange and Terry she Garr. Actually, she actually, uh, Jessica Lange actually won an Oscar for it. For yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really, it did really, really well. It, um, yeah, I'm gonna tell you that. Uh, because uh, it was like the, the the highest grossing movie of 1982, uh, second highest. I mean, I don't know why I said highest because E.T. was number one. Um, so it, it did really, really well, uh, especially for a romantic comedy. It Speaking of not having, you know, you know, uh, you know, and I remember special e effects and e stuff. E.T. Yeah. had a um, wig and a dress on, too. So that's true. It must have been something common. Yeah. Yes. It, I, I guess it, you're right. You can connect it all together. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, Terry Gar's in it, and Dabney oh, Coleman, yeah. that cast and was fabulous. Bill Murray, right? Um, uh, who Davis. I always forget that he, Bill Murray, is Dustin Hoffman's roommate in this movie, and I always yeah. forget that Bill Murray was in Tootsie, you know, because I always think of him as in like you know Ghostbusters right. and Stripes. and all yeah. that stuff. But um, yeah, he was in Tootsie, and Charles Durning's in it, and Gina Davis is in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, just about that whole cast is still alive, you know. That's except for uh, Charles During. Yeah, Dabney Coleman's in his nineties. Dabney Coleman. Oh yeah, Char yeah, Char Charles. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about one of his movies on one of these episodes. I, I loved uh, where he played Jack Flack in uh, Cloak and Dagger. What's we'll all about that? Another one. Oh okay, okay. Um, yeah, and I I think it's um, um, you know. I really like Jessica Lange in this movie. She plays a nurse and he, and it, what it, what it's about is, um, you know, uh, uh, Dustin Hoffman plays uh, Michael Dorsey, who's a struggling actor. And he, he tells his agent that nobody, uh, his eight, well, I'm sorry. His agent tells him that nobody wants to work with him anymore because he's too difficult to work with. Um, and so like, cause you see him like at the beginning of the movie and he like, um, you know, and he, and he teaches like acting workshops and stuff. And, and it's just, and he works it as a waiter, him and Bill Murray work in the same restaurant, um, you know, and why they're, they're trying to get their big break, I guess. But um, he ends up, he ends up auditioning for a female lead uh, uh, character in a soap opera, which the part was to go to his friend that was Ter Terry Gar, um, And he was helping her 
uh, to audition for it. And she walked in, they said she wasn't the right, you know, look or whatever. And then he went out and put on, you know, a dress and some makeup and he came back and he auditioned, he got the part. And then he went out, you know, he, and then he met up with uh, Sidney Pollock while he was still dressed up and, and for lunch and he didn't, he didn't recognize them. And he said, and he was proven a point to him that somebody would hire him, but as a woman, you know, so, um, so the, I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's like, there's, I don't, you don't want to call it a love triangle because it's like a, a love, like octagon, I think, because like, you know, um, he's, he's not, he's a straight man, but, um, you know, and, and, and he is dressed like a woman, but he falls in love with, um, Julie, who's played by Jessica Lang, and, he, you know, she thinks she's, he's a woman and Terry Gar, you know, likes him and um, she, he's a man, you know, and it's like, and then my favorite scene in the whole uh, movie is when um, they go away for the weekend um, when he's Dorothy, he goes with, he becomes friends with Julie and they go away for the weekend up to her father's house and house in upstate New York. And I love that house in the movie. It's like one of my favorite uh, mo movie houses and um, and Dustin Hoffman he has to pretend he's he's a woman the whole weekend you know and, and dress like Dorothy and so um, he's he's hanging out there with Julie and her father and the father ends up falling in love with him too because he thinks he's a woman so there's like a, just a lot going on you know and uh, but it's 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 just a really cute uh, you know movie that it didn't, didn't have any special effects or any of that stuff you know but it was a huge uh, financial success. Yeah, so. I thought it was very funny. I actually had to watch this and uh, Victor Victoria in a film class I took in college. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, those are. Wasn't that a cross-dressing, you know, yep. like movie too? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I don't know much why, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. The 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 um, song uh, from Tootsie, the, the the main song that's on my record album that I got. It was it might be you by Stephen Bishop. Do you know that song? Yes, I do. Yeah, I love that song. And it's just it's just a nice, I, I like Stephen Bishop. He sings some other songs too that I like. Um, but yeah, Tootsie, I can't imagine that there's anybody out there that has never seen Tootsie, but it's it's a really good one for like this time of year too, like around, you know, like Valentine's Day-ish. I don't know when, you know, people are going to hear about this, but you know, it, it's a good one. You know, do you have anything to you want to add to Tootsie? Because uh, I just want to say, just I thought it was very funny, and just an amazing like all star cast. That was amazing to me. Yeah. How, how many yeah. top you know a a listers you know back then? That they yeah. Had. When when Dustin Hoffman is is dressed up like a woman, he reminded me of my one grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, yeah, his hairdo and stuff. And I like, there's a scene in it where he's like, um, he goes and he's patting uh, uh, Bill Murray on the back and he's saying, you know, what's my hair look like? And he, and he kind of crushes his hair and he says, you got like a Howard Johnson's going on here. Like his hair is like kind of sticking <laughs> like up and he yeah. like crushes his hair. Yeah, there's a lot of things like from Tootsie that, you know, little, little things like little lines like that, that are, that are funny, you know? Yeah, so um, but yeah, he, he, he didn't make a very attractive woman. <laughs> Not really, you know, but he, you know, but Dustin Hoffman was in a lot of stuff like around that time period too. Like I, you know, Kramer versus Kramer and, um, you know, marathon man. And he, he was yeah. in a lot of stuff in the eighties. Um, but this to me, it, this to me is my favorite movie of Dustin Hoffman's. I mean, I do love Kramer versus Kramer too, but th this is my favorite of him. And he isn't really even him, <laughs> you know. It's like he plays a woman, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, but it's cute, you know. So, um, yeah, go watch it. 
Get it. Watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Double feature. Hell comes yeah. to Frog Town and Tootsie. <laughs> Tootsie. Yeah. <laughs> they sound quite the combo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we can put that together, but yeah. Hell comes to Tootsie. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Tootsie comes to Frog Town. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. Let's move on to uh, a uh, TV show. Yeah, let's talk about TV in the 80s. That that was a fun decade for me. Uh, my, my favorite TV shows of all time were probably in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and me then, too. And then in the 80s, you know. But uh, th- those two decades, I thought TV was, uh, I don't know, it was just better. For, I, don't, I don't know how to explain it. I was just more into the shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the one I want to talk about today is... Uh, Street Hawk. This is Jesse Mock, an ex-motorcycle cop injured in the line of duty. Now a police troubleshooter. He's been recruited for a top-secret government mission to ride Street Hawk, an all-terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime, capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles an hour and immense firepower. Only one man, federal agent Norman Tuttle, knows Jesse Mock's true identity. The man, the machine, Street Hawk. another one of those one hit wonders that i like so much uh, yes and uh did you ever see him i have it i own it i okay. have it have you I, watched I have it seen, I, or is seen... it collecting dust still wrapped <laughs> in the plastic i <laughs> know uh, it had the plastics off okay. um i have that's, watched it i started one. watching it <laughs> yes um i it's what rex smith is in it rex in smith the... yeah mm-hmm. and he has a motorcycle it's yeah. like a night rider on a motorcycle very yeah yeah Sure is. Yeah. In fact, in my notes, I put it was like Knight Rider meets Evil Knievel. So okay. the story, it was about uh, a cop who was injured in the line of duty. And uh, now he's assigned to a desk job. Okay. But at night, he secretly fights crime as part of a secret government agent on a one of a kind prototype of a combat motorcycle. And it's a lot like Knight Rider, but put him on a motorcycle instead. So, uh, and like you said, it stars Rex Smith. And, you know, Rex Smith, if, if the listeners will probably remember, he, he was a teen idol. He's an actor. He's a singer. Uh, he was on uh, As Gold. the World Turns. Yeah, he, he hosted some of the Solid Gold episodes. Big time on As the World Turns. He was, uh, he did a lot on that uh, soap opera. But uh, he played. He was in that movie Sooner, Sooner or Later. Is that what it was called? Sooner, something like that. Because it's where he did uh, Take My Breath Away. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was known for that song. That's one of his big hits. Yeah. And uh, he also, to fanboys like me, you'll remember him playing lawyer Matt Murdock and comic hero Daredevil in the Trial of the Incredible Hulk uh, TV movie. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I actually, I have that. Have you watched it? I have watched it. <laughs> Is it, it collecting dust? No, 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 no. Uh, now, yeah. I, it's collecting dust right now. I haven't seen it in some years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess it probably does have some dust on it. But yeah, I have this, seen this it. Was I have it. I own very it. cool series. Um, I just loved it. And, and mm-hmm. uh, he would go into like this secret uh, building where the motorcycle was kept. 
and he had this uh, cop that was like the head of the project that would monitor him on a computer. They could see a video feed of whatever he looked at. They could read the uh, how much you know gas he had, how much battery power he had. It's pretty high tech. Yeah, and he, he talked to in his helmet. He had a radio that he could communicate with the cop yeah. back at the base. Yeah. What I liked was to get out of this building with the secret uh, motorcycle. They had a on the side of this brick wall was like a painted billboard, and there was a secret hatch that would slide open, and he would launch out of it, kind of like Captain America would launch out of that van. Yeah, he would launch out of this uh, building and land in an alley, and he'd take off. But uh, he, he had like almost like Knight Rider's uh, turbo boost. Mm-hmm. He had I don't, I don't remember what they called it, but he could do that too. And like that nitric fast. nitric oxide or yeah, nit- yeah, yeah the, he, the he could just go super fast, and no, no cars could keep up with him. Yeah, but he could he could jump. You know, like like Knight Rider could do that jump, that turbo boost jump in the yeah. air. Mm-hmm. He could do it on the motorcycle. He you know he jumped ramps and stuff like Evil can Evil. Yeah, but, uh, but I loved it. And uh, one thing about this uh, character is he didn't never use a gun. His motorcycle would fire. It had like a laser. It had like almost like a taser gun that shot out of the uh, front. It had a, uh, like a net you could shoot. It also had like rubber oh. bullets that would knock the, the assailant down and then he could go arrest him. Yeah. But, uh, but he never used the actual gun. Well, it's kind of like, um, it reminds me of like, uh, like Batgirl, you know, only yeah. a guy, you know, yeah. because like Bat in guy. Batman and Bat, Bat guy, street guy, street yeah, guy. Batgirl rode a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. But right. they didn't have, like those shows didn't have guns either. They That'd be a good they, team up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Batgirl and street hawk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Street hawk and hawk guy. There you go. <laughs> but his character's yeah. name on street hawk was a uh, Jesse mock and that mock name he also drove a black and uh, yellow 69 Mustang Mach 1. So Mach drove a Mach, yeah. Mach, Mach. But I, I, love, I love the car. I actually have a, a plastic model kit of his, <laughs> yeah. uh, of his car. I was thinking of Mockingbird, you know, Mach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mocking. Bird. Mock, mocking the Mach. Yeah, quit mocking the Mach. Quit mocking the Mach Hawk. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's a very cool show and... Uh, I, I just yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah, it's that, on it's on DVD, and they also have a separate DVD of just the pilot movie. If if you don't feel like committing to a whole series, you know, okay, season, mm-hmm. you can watch that pilot movie. Yeah, is it so you can buy that on a DVD separate from? Yeah, it's on, but, is, but, is it is it with it? I, is it is the movie in with the? Um, the yes, it, it is. It's all it, combined. It should be on okay. the set you have. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they okay. also maybe that's what I watched movie. the first one. Yeah, like a like a pilot episode yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's pretty that's pretty high tech, that's, and it's cool. Like that, that, you know, about the no gun thing. That's yeah, you know, and, and his character, uh, he he's now assigned to a desk job. You know, that's his like day job as a cop. You know, but he's no longer uh, injured. It's kind of like his disguise. He walks with a cane at work. Yeah, uh-huh. so nobody would ever suspect that he was street hawk. Oh. You know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I have nothing else to add to that. I think, yeah, I have to watch it again. <laughs> that I will watch again. I mean, yeah, because I, I did like, I did like yeah. it too. And it's yeah. fro- frog free. Frog free. <laughs> no frogs were harmed. <laughs> you mean a hawk didn't eat a frog? 
Hey, no? Yeah. Okay. No, none of that. Okay. Just like they do in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So my TV show is has nothing to do with that. Um, again, um, it's not landing. Did you ever, you probably never saw it. I did not watch it. I, all I know about any of those, it was a spinoff of Dallas. Okay. Billy Ray Bates is going to dig it. Yeah, I'm definitely. Sure. Definitely. Okay. I'm hoping yeah. I, I think she should do a book about it because it was actually, I think it was on longer than Dallas because it was a spinoff of Dallas. Okay. I, I remember all the commercials, you know, advertising it, but yeah. I never watched it. Well, it was on uh, CBS on Thursday nights at 10 o'clock. So I never watched it back then either. Cause I was too young. You know, but I have like, I think the first three, three seasons on DVD and I've watched it like probably within the last 10 years, I've seen it, you know, watched the whole thing. I, I binge watched it. So, but it's, it's, it stars uh, Ted Shackelford as Gary Ewing, who's, he was one of the Ewing brothers. He's the middle brother between JR and Bobby on Dallas. Okay. So, I was going to ask you how, it, how it was a spinoff. So that, yeah, that's that how. explains it right he really, there. He's a Ewing. So, um, and I'm not sure, you know, it's not, I don't, I didn't look this up or anything, but I, I, don't, I know it doesn't take place like in, in um, like near South Fork. I, 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 for some reason, I think it was in California, but I'm not 100% on that. But it um, was it by it, the water? Because it, it might be it, it, see, it revolves around these like four, it started out like um, like originally, like in the very beginning, because there's there's um, I think there's there's 13 episodes of it. It ran from 1979 to 1993. So more than that, maybe 14 episodes okay so um it, it, in the beginning it revolved around these group of neighbors who live in a cul-de-sac and that cul-de-sac was not landing so oh, okay maybe, maybe that's why i was asking about water because you know like water. a that sounds like a boat thing yeah. yeah but they're like regular average people you know it's not like dallas and dynasty where everybody's rich and has tons of money these are like all working class people you have regular ah. jobs I didn't know that. Yeah. And it's, and that's what's made, made it different from Dallas and Dynasty. Okay. So it starts out with um, Gary, who is Ted Shackelford and Val, who's Joan Van Ark. They move into this neighborhood and, and um, see Gar Gary and Val, they're the parents of Lucy Ewing from Dallas, who's played by Charlene Tilton. Uh -huh. I don't know if you knew this or not, but in Knott's Landing, Val, got pregnant with Lucy when they were just teenagers and then they kind of outcast her from the Ewings and um, they ended up getting like the the marriage annulled because they were underage because they were just teenagers so then later um, I, I don't know if they gave her up for adoption or where Lucy went in the beginning but she ends up on at South Fork living with the Ewings and and is always living with them but when uh, Val and Gary get older they remarry and so it's all about them starting their life in this neighborhood and all these people are there, you know, friend, like they become friends with them, you know, and uh, you see Lucy shows up like down the road and they do like some crossover episodes with her. And I think Gary, like after it kind of like, um, you know, got more popular and stuff, I think Gary went back and forth. Sometimes he was on some crossover episodes of Dallas. And I think even uh, Larry Hagman was on some episodes of Not Landing. And so did sometimes Bobby was. Sometimes I think different people from the shows like interacted with each other and stuff. So that was kind of cool. 
I always liked that when, when, when there were crossover episodes to different shows. They did that a lot on, on not just these kind of shows, but this was a, like a nighttime soap opera, which I kind of I, I missed those. I think I would appreciate them more now that I'm older than I did back then because I was too young to like want to sit there and watch about married couples when I wasn't married and didn't, you know, and I was too, I mean, in 1979, I'd only been uh, nine years old. <laughs> so why yeah. would I care? I was yeah, only so. interested in, in Bigfoot and Evil Knievel. So. And Street Hawk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Frog Down. <laughs> yeah. Right. I was like, uh, yeah, I, I cared about, uh, you know, uh, the Bionic Woman and Wonder Woman and all that stuff and the Charlie's Angels and stuff. Yeah. Not not the soaps, you know, because, um, you know, I never watched Dynasty back then either. And I probably, I, I think maybe... Maybe I did talk about Dynasty already on one of our episodes. I'm starting to forget, you know, which things I've talked about and which things I've, um, I've just talked about because I've talked about other things like this, you know. But but um, they had a lot of those soaps like Dallas Dynasty, Falcon Crest, the Colbys, you know, and, you know, they were really popular, but they're all gone, you know. I mean, and those people, I mean, are still around. I've seen them. I think they might have done, they may have done some, um, like movies like yeah you know where like they reunite them movie, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but i i i <clears throat> you know there i would like to watch it again i would like to start all over from the beginning because i can't remember any of it i just remembered i really liked it you know so um because i i know like the people were like i i, I think val was maybe um a housewife i think gary might have worked for a car dealership you know which is what my husband did so it's like they and i think the one couple that um like lived there they the one, one guy owned the car dealership um then they had a secretary that worked there and then it's like um and it, yeah it's just like they just had regular jobs and then you know i think uh, donna donna mills was on there for a long time too um she you know she but she was just a regular person she's just a secretary at a car dealership in the beginning and then i don't i think maybe she married into money or something because i think it it leans more towards like them having more money like later in the seasons but um in the beginning it was just just regular people you know have they rebooted this like they did dallas and Mm, not that i know of honesty and stuff no Mm -mm. no no i think I don't, I don't think that ever works, you know, like, that's my opinion. I don't think they ever work because you, you know, you like the original. I, I wish they would actually just replay the whole series on regular TV somewhere. Like I, I've seen Dallas on TV, but I've, I don't know if I've ever seen not slanting like, you know, like the me TV, you know, those, those kind of like the play the like retro kind of things. Yeah. I wish they would do, do that on there. I, 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 I think watch if they would reboot them kind of like uh, Cobra Kai and use the same cast, you know, instead of just recasting yeah but these people I think are, those are better well, these are 40 years later they're like in their 70s yeah yeah too <laughs> <It's> late like, <laughs> yeah yeah like uh yeah if they're even like i know that some, i know some of the people that were on the show yeah are, have died i mean um yeah already i mean and then like yeah i think um joan van ark is is in her early 70s i'm pretty sure yeah they all still look pretty good you know but uh you know, it's just not the same when you got, you know, people having affairs and, you know, <laughs> and, you know, I think they were very fertile in those, those things. They're the opposite of Frogtown, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All those soaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, highly recommend Knots Landing. We'll see what Billy Ray has to say about that one. Yeah. So, yeah. Get her to do a book. So so okay, some music, right? 
Yeah. Aha. Uh -huh. Let's talk about some music. Aha. 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 I want to talk <laughs> okay. about the band Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. I love this band. Um, you know, I only know th they did they one song. Only, yeah, there's only two <laughs> songs that I really listen to, and but I love yeah. them, and I think I love them because of that music video for Take On Me. Oh, yeah. That's like my favorite music video ever. because it was just so cool and so inventive you know the, the music yeah. and i know everybody knows what i'm talking about it's where you know they get sucked into yeah. the, like the a comic comic strip art or yeah. whatever it is yeah mm -hmm. that was so cool mm -hmm. but anyway the band is uh they're norwegian and they formed in oslo in 1980 yeah and you know yeah and um when i was in high school I had a foreign exchange student that was from Norway and that stayed with me for Groundhog Day weekend. And him and my brother, uh, we had a piano at our house and they, they played Take On Me on the piano. They figured <laughs> it out go. by ear. And there I can see go. them, I can picture them sitting there playing that, you know, on the, yeah. on the piano. Yeah, I could see my brother, he, they figured it out, you know, and they spent the afternoon figuring that song out. I'll tell so, you, I had a, Back in the day, a cassette single. You remember those? The, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, okay. Well, I had that. And on one side, it had uh, "Take on Me," and on the other side, it had the only other "Aha" song I know. It's called "The Sun Always Rises on TV." I liked it. It was slower and that, you know, it's different, but 
but I liked them. Oh, I don't. Know I like I like their look. I thought they looked cool. Uh, yeah, I like the lead singer. He was really cute. Yeah, he, yeah. They they sounded cool. I, I just liked him, and I, I wish I would have had like a full album and listen to more of their music, but I only yeah. had that single. So that that's the only two songs I knew. Do you um did you ever see the movie The Idolmaker? A long time ago. With Ray Sharkey. Yeah. I think okay, I love that movie. And I, I thought I had it on DVD, but I don't have it. But the guy that is the lead guy that is the at the very beginning, he plays Tommy D. He the, that guy, the, the the actor that played him, his name was Paul Leon. He to me looked like the, the lead singer of uh-huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Nobody from there just died recently, right? It's like I don't uh think so. okay, because I know the outfield, the one guy just died from that, but yeah. uh, the aha uh -huh guy, he's still around. Like because I because I feel like I couldn't believe when we talked about Survivor and then I found out he died. And I'm like, that guy died already? Yeah. I mean, terrible, you know. Um, but there's an I think there's another song um by Aha, uh -huh, and I'm trying to think what it is that I mean, they actually have a whole bunch of songs. I just never heard of any of them, you know. Well, while I'm talking about Norwegian and, you know, Oslo and stuff, uh, yeah. it, remind, it reminded me of uh, this past weekend, uh, I watched a movie with my daughter on uh, Netflix, and it was <laughs> with Will Ferrell and uh, I'm trying to think of it, Rachel McAdams. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it, uh, but uh -huh. they're like – <laughs> they're they're yeah. like Norwegian or something, and, and they're they're they have a synth pop uh, band, the two of them, a duo, uh -huh. and, and they're trying. Oh, they're in Iceland. Uh -huh. Have you seen that? No. <laughs> okay. Well, they're they're trying to win. It's kind of like an American Idol, but but for uh, like Iceland. Yeah. Or or not just for Iceland, but that whole region, and um, they're the team from Iceland that's sent to this competition, and it is so funny. I mean, they it shows have a song in the movie? Not that one. They, they've got their own songs and Will Ferrell singing them and he's dressed with a Viking helmet and these furs and he, there's like a music video and it's just hilarious to me. I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've heard t um, Take On Me in commercials. I've heard it. Um, I think there's a there's one in a Volkswagen commercial. Mm. That, you oh, know. I think the movie was called Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah. yeah, that's the name of the uh, competition. It's the Eurovision competition for all of Europe. Oh, I watch in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah. Different vision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but okay. So that made me think of uh-huh. Yeah, it made me think uh-huh. Uh-huh, okay. Uh-huh, uh yeah, okay. Uh-huh, uh -huh. okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, I wish they would have done more music because that, that, like you said, that that and that video, they could have gone all over the place with that video. They could have done yeah. all kinds of stuff because if they could do that, why don't they just make some do some more? You I know? noticed a while back. What's that app on your phone that you know you you look at your camera and it puts a hat and a mustache on you and all that kind of stuff? Snapchat. Yeah, Snapchat. I noticed yeah. a while back they had a a, a filter that would do that whole aha look to that that music oh yeah i've seen that yeah mm -hmm. that's pretty cool yeah yeah i didn't put i didn't kind of put it together with that but yeah yeah i've seen that on snapchat i think i did what didn't you have a picture of you that was sort of like that on your thing that was kind of more like cartoony that you did like a like a, i don't know how you did it, it must have been an app too Maybe. i've seen a picture you mean, i think you did I, I think I saw something. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
yeah. it wasn't exactly it wasn't black and white it was color yeah maybe right? maybe okay <laughs> okay all right well uh yeah my music has nothing to do with zaha <laughs> um it's chicago <laughs> chicago chicago yeah chicago yeah um they're one of my all-time favorite bands ever okay so um they started in 1967 like a year before we were born. <laughs> I didn't old. realize they were that old. <laughs> yeah, I know they're very old. And they actually did come from Chicago. So um, I really liked them when uh, Peter Cetera was their lead singer. Oh, That's yeah. What I, I, think I, I of, like his you know. voice. Yeah. Yeah. He, and he did a lot of solo stuff then, too. But my first song that I ever think of that I heard by Chicago was the song If You Leave Me Now. it on a 45 record and that that might be where i i, I heard them first but then like great, just great band yeah just in the last uh i would say like 10 years i've i've come to like a lot of their older songs too that i didn't really i didn't realize they were chicago you know um and one of them's uh no tell lover i love that song like Saturday in the park, feeling stronger every day, just you and me, old days. You know, those are all 70s yeah. songs, which I mean, I'm sure I heard them. I just didn't know that, that they sang them. I think they sound very different. You know, they have there's a, like they have a lot of big band stuff. They have a lot of um, oh the horns. Like orchestra, you know, like in them. Yeah, stuff, definitely. Like yeah, I like that. You don't see that in yeah. I mean that, that sets them like apart. I like their sound. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, and then, and then the eighties, they sang, um, along comes a woman, glory of yeah. love, which is from, you're uh, the inspiration. Karate. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, yeah. That, that karate kid. You're yeah, the perspiration. Kid. Yeah. You're the perspiration. <laughs> yeah. Hard habit to break. Uh, oh yeah. Next time I fall. With yeah, remember that, uh, look away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And stay the night. Will that. you still love me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They did a lot of stuff in the eighties. Yeah. Um, I really liked that band. Yeah. Yeah, the Glory of Love came from the Karate Kid 2 soundtrack. Now, was that them or was that just Peter on his own? Mm, I think it was them. 
but he was singing he was the lead singer right so, yeah, i don't know if that was yeah solo yeah no i um no i think he i think he was doing both i think kind of through the 80s because there, there were songs that he did and duets um you know like next time i falls with amy grant but uh, and peter satara but i think I forgot Chicago about amy grant. must have been i love amy grant i loved her in the 80s she i loved her music yeah um yeah i remember roller skating to um some of her songs uh yeah the the the, the logo for the band chicago like i don't know if you can picture it in your head what it looks it's kind like, of like a baseball type writing yeah it was inspired by the coca-cola label ah okay i can see yeah. it yeah yeah so now that you know that you know it's like yeah you cool. can picture it in your head yeah i, I love them Let's play some songs. Let's play some yeah. Chicago. Let's contact Coca-Cola for that advertisement we just gave. <laughs> yeah, Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah, have a Coke and a, a smile. smile. Mm -hmm. This and is listen to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah play some of their music. I, I, I like them. Do you have anything you want to say about Chicago? Just, just that I love them. Uh, you did those horns. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. you, you combine they, combine uh, Peter Centura's voice and those horns. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of bands that play like um like like the, most bands are like guitar and 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 drum and 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 uh, maybe keyboard. You know, there was a lot of keyboard in the '80s. You know, but they played like piano and then they had a lot of um like I guess I don't know uh, brass. You know, um yeah. like a uh, you know like um saxophones and you know they had flutes and you know i think of like like when i think of flutes i always think of um firefall the 70s band because they used the flute a lot in a lot of their music but you don't really hear that in bands you know in you know it's just a lot of banging on the banging on the bongos you know yeah um yeah um that's the way that's the way they do it yeah, like, like kansas they have the uh the violin in their music. Yeah. I like so it. So it's dance. like their, that's their sound. Yeah, you it's know, like the, a signature, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It makes them stand out from other bands. But but that's what I think a band should be. A band should be a band. It should be like you know, musical instruments and a variety. You know, Who the, the more the better. Has that I, huge band. Lyle Lovitz, is that him? He's got like mm -hmm. all those people on the stage. He's got like a huge mm -hmm. band. Has he? I, I, I think know. it's Lyle, Lyle Lovitz, maybe. Wayne Newton. <laughs> yeah, Wayne. <laughs> Barry Manilow. Elton John. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. Lyle Lovett. <laughs> I don't even know a song that he ever sang, you know? Just know he was briefly married to Julia Roberts. Yeah. You know? Which never... <laughs> she was... sobered up and uh, yeah. got an annulment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I married who? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the only way that I know him. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know his music, not not one thing about Lyle Lovett. Yeah, <clears throat> but but yeah, there's not too many like people that have a full band in the background that they can take on the road on on a in a, in a concert. You know, Just think of like their poor roadies. You know, setting up stuff like that. I mean, even like Rush and Van Halen. You know, I I saw them in concert and. You know, they, they're just four guys, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just, you know, most bands are like four or five guys, you know, not a whole entourage, you know, so that's, that's what I, I, Chicago's still touring too, because I actually saw that they were going to come to a, a, like a winery that wasn't too far from me, like maybe two summers ago, and I wanted to go, but.
um, but I don't know. I think it, it might've got canceled. I'm not sure. I didn't get to go. I never have seen them. They're on my bucket list though. So I hope one day, one day, I mean, they are only 150 years old, so, yeah. so they can keep going, right? Another yeah. another year, it's not going to kill them, right? So, Energizer yeah. bunny. Yeah, exactly. So Chicago and uh, yeah, um, yeah, the night what Chicago, Chicago died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that night to ever come. Yeah, right. So uh, keep going, and so so they can make a comeback. Yeah. So anyway, we're moving on from Chicago, taking the train yeah. out of Chicago. The, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you want to talk about laser tag. Laser tag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Have you ever played it? I might have. I think so. Okay. <laughs> it may be a slinky action zone or a okay, slinky yeah. action zone. There were yeah. like uh, two games very similar, Laser Tag and Photon. And I've mm -hmm. played them both. But, uh, but Laser Tag was a very cool, kind of like a sport-style game. You know, we're not talking about a board game or anything like that. Okay, and you're talking about going into like a um, like an actual building, not like playing Laser Tag in your yard with your well, friends. Well, both. I'm going to okay. talk about both. <laughs> okay. You know, it was a sports-style game where you had these laser pistols and a vest, and the vest had a little sensor on it. So when you got shot with the laser – the sensor would blink to where you everybody knew you were out of the game. Okay. Yeah. You've been hit. And I mean, it's a super cool game. And uh, you would go to, yeah, like a laser tag business, like a building and you would play indoors and they usually had like an obstacle course and they had like black lights and strobe lights. And usually it was decorated like the interior. And black, of the black lights matter. Yeah. So you know, usually it was inner. Um, yeah, I get it. Um, okay. They were decorated like the interior of a spaceship. Yeah. Or uh, they might have fog and you know music and yeah, the lasers. Fog. Yeah, yeah, you you played in the the fog and that it was very like sci-fi. Yeah. And, uh, man, it was spectacular to play in these buildings because it is almost like you're in a movie, you know, running around. Yeah, yeah. I think they use. Yeah. I think they did laser tag in some movies. I mean, you see people playing laser tag, and I think, and in, in the movie Big, you see Tom Hanks playing like laser tag in a store with a kid. I know they did an episode of the Goldbergs where they're playing laser tag. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, there there were also uh, mobile games that would come around to your city and set up like at a gym or a civic center, and you could go play there. And then they came out with the home version, and this home version, I remember at um, I want to say it was K and B Toys. They put them on uh, clearance, uh -huh. and I bought six pistols, six vests, and uh, I would play in the woods with my friends. And uh, I remember one epic game that we had in this two-story barn on a uh, on a farm, and we would play it all over the farm and in the barn. Okay, and uh, did you have permission from the uh, from the owner's, owner's? son? Okay. okay. <laughs> I think his parents were out of town, but uh, it was guys against girls, and this was kind of like a, a date night. All right, this is my idea of a date night. How old were was, you? Oh, it was probably right out of high school. Oh, okay. But I okay. took um, like were you twelve? Me and my friend, okay. we took these two girls, and we went and met up with this other guy at, at his farm, and uh, they didn't know what they were getting into. These girls, but. Uh, we ended up having a blast. No, no pun intended. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, but it was it was 
it was so much fun. I mean, people hide behind hay bales, hide yeah. inside of a the 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 cab of like a combine where you pass by and they open a the door and shoot at you or yeah you know it, it was fun a lot of fun. i did that with nerf guns i played yeah. with nerf guns and squirt guns like the squirt yeah. guns that held like the ton of water and you know ball, we used to, yeah. oh we love that i mean i played we with did squirt BB guns, guns all the time paintball guns mm-hmm. yeah but I, I was big time in this game i, I even bought a, a laser tag rifle that came out and uh they had the, i bought some of these hats that had like a little siren looking thing on the top and uh, it was yeah. a sensor but uh, yeah i was big into what it. happened to it why they quit doing it don't know you should bring but, it uh, back i think i still have a couple of my guns up in my attic somewhere in you bring tent. it back put it out in your yard but i spent many weekends playing laser tag and sometimes i play alone they had this little uh thing i bought it was like a practice thing yeah it was like a little robot and you put it on your floor and it would turn and it would randomly shoot lasers trying to hit you uh-huh. So you would have to take cover and then shoot it so many times. In the house? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like knock all the pictures off the walls and it's a laser. I know, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're jumping trying to like get oh, out of the yeah, way. I got you. Yeah, like yeah. Like, <laughs> like like Tackleberry on the Yeah. Police yeah, and you like take out the yeah. TV and take yeah, out that, the that was me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was all into it. I mean, I, I'd go out I, sometimes I'd have two pistols in that rifle, you know. And, I just going like Rambo and everybody. Rambo one, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was a lot of fun. I, I played the photon game too, uh, and, and uh, yeah, I've got quite a story about. You have a photon pack. Things no, but uh, you, did you, a, you did wear a, a photon, photon pack. Okay, yeah, photon. Anyway, yeah, I need to find those guns and uh, see if they still work. Yeah, you think? Yeah, maybe. So. Are they collecting dust on them? All right, yeah. just tell everybody they're collecting dust, aren't they? Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> At least the tub they're in is collecting dust. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's that's sad, you know, because that stuff was fun. It was all fun. Yeah. You know? I mean, and I remember when you would go play, they would have like an observation deck. If you weren't playing, you could look down and watch the people play. And they also, uh, when you entered the game, they gave you like you could, uh, you could use like a code name. Mm-hmm. And did you say I want to be hell comes to front? <laughs> yeah, you could be like Sam Hale or, or Street Hawk. I'm a Street Hawk. Yeah, but, but uh, they gave you a code name, and then I think you were. And then the spectators had scoreboards they could watch on a monitor, and, uh-huh. and you could see like the scores. Who was who? Who yeah. was uh, who was winning? Yeah, like who um, was winning. And then when you ended the game, they would give you a printout, and it would show the top uh, score. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed it. But was it like in its own, um, was it like, say we had like Chuck E. Cheese and, you know, Slinky Action Zone and they were in it and, and the laser tag had its own like separate room, like. Yeah, some places of, like that of, had um, laser tag, but they also had some businesses that were. I swear they still have some laser tag in yeah. some places. Like I'm not, I don't know. The Once the Dave and Buster's, isn't that like a big, oh, yeah. um, do, they, do they have laser tag there? Cause that's they, a big arcade might, thing. Okay. There, there's another thing like Dave and Buster's called main event. Mm-hmm. And when I lived in Dallas, um, uh, a work group, we, we did it as like a, a team building activity. We, our whole office went and played a laser tag. It was our photon, one of them, but it was at a, a main event, had a lot of fun. Yeah. It, 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 it's like, um, like I think a paintball too. Like, you know, that was like a, such a big thing. Yeah. Um, I remember like my brother had a really high pressured paintball, um, 
you know, gun. And yeah, it would, it could hurt you. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, yeah, I never, never played like, you know, uh, yeah, you can take someone's eye out. You're supposed to wear, I'm sure goggles and, yeah. and, 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 you know, you know, bummy clothes and stuff, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had somebody paint my, paintball my, my sign in front of my house this year. So I know they still exist. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't think they're used for the same purpose. I don't, they don't seem to be used for fun. Like they, they used to be because I didn't find that fun, but yeah. Yeah. That's another thing uh, gone in the eighties, you know, fun, <laughs> fun. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, my, you know, you want me to tell you my bonus? Yeah. What I mean, is it? Um, it's it's all about 80s candy okay, okay. So i don't know if you, you saw my friend mary just gave me this box of a candy for valentine's day yeah i saw your See picture it? yeah yeah and she got it off amazon and it actually said on the box it came from woodstock new york which i thought that in itself was pretty cool yep. so the box says candy memories of the 80s on it and so I, it kind of blew my mind <laughs> you know it's like what you know it's like and then and then i opened it up and it was like Oh, you know, it's like, you know, everything that you could think. I mean, there was like one of everything. And now some of the things I didn't even remember, like these things called crybabies. They were like, they're like sour. Yeah, I remember those. You remember crybabies? Yeah, okay. I remember crybabies. Okay, so like they had pop rocks in it, in there, candy yep. cigarettes, all nerds, all fun dip, which my son was just eating some fun dip just a little while ago and his whole tongue was green and and, and, and his fingers were green and you know, his teeth were green. Yeah, so... Um, and then the crybabies Zoltz, Z-O-L-Z-O-T-Z, Zotz. Yeah, it, wa- it was watermelon flavored. Skittles, Hubba Bubba Bubble Gum Tape. Do you remember that? I do. Those wax bottles, those they're nick and nip, I think that's what they're called. What you bite the wax off the uh, end of the bottle and suck oh, yeah. all the stuff out of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the ring pops. They had Warheads, they had Sour Patch Kids, uh, Laffy Taffy, <laughs> Blow Pops, Airheads, Bottle Caps, Razzles, Sweethearts, Smarties. I could smell the Smarties before I even opened it. I'm like, there's a Smartie in here. I could smell them. Because I used to, do you remember taking like Smarties and crushing them with a spoon and making them into powder? Did I you sure do. Yep. You did that? Uh-huh. And then eat the powder. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why. We used to like dump these Smarties in a bowl and get a spoon and smash them. Like get a straw and snort it up your nose. <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> no, I never did that. My brother might have, but I've never, I was not that. Maybe insane. that was a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dad's root beer candy was in there. Starburst, Jawbreakers, Black Cow, Pixie Sticks, and Gummy Hot Dogs, and a candy necklace. That was all in my box. Wow. That's now, cool. see, those. She said that they, they when you can get them on Amazon, they come in like the, the 50s, the 60s, and then the 80s too. So um, I don't know if she didn't say the 70s, but I would think that they would be in there. But um, I was thinking about like all the other candy that from the 80s that I remember stopping at like the penny candy stores after school. And th- these are things that I've looked for for years and they don't, ha- they don't make them anymore. And the number one thing that I ha- miss from then are wacky wafers. Wacky wafers. Do you remember them? Were they covered in chocolate? No, they were like um, they were like a gigantic smarty. <laughs> you know, it's oh, like okay. like big. There was like five of them in a thing, and I think uh, one was banana flavored. Oh, um, I do know what you're talking about. I love them. You know, and then yeah. um, they're either I think they're called tiny. I called them tiny tots, but I think they're called tots and tiny. Um, they're like these little. It was like a little box, and they had these like little sour little like they look like um, hamster food. Only they were candy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like little tiny, tiny 
pieces of um I don't know like smart like smarties <laughs> you know it's like but tiny it, was, it was almost like pop rocks looking kind of like rocks. they were bigger but yeah pop rocks make that oh, nerds yeah yeah no, yeah not no, yeah but they were they were different they were just like a little uh like a little peg like a little um i they, they look like hamster pellets to me <laughs> you know it's like but oh, they were pink yeah. and different colors and, okay i know, yeah, you know were, the little yeah. cylinders yeah i know what you're talking about yeah I remember. um i used to get them and then marathon candy bars marathon yeah they, they were like remember, a uh, PB, pb max there was peanut butter yeah i uh, do you remember betcha life candy bars nobody remembers them but me i don't know they were only around for a couple years. I remember I used to collect the wrappers on them because I used to eat them. They were peanut butter, and they came like in a little, um, like a uh, like maybe there's like six little. Um, they were like they broke off chunks of them, you know. Like there was maybe like six, like it was like a bar size, but each um, like like a little square, like was peanut butter, and it was like this my most smooth like peanut butter and chocolate together. It was they were awesome, and they came in like a silver wrapper. Hmm. But they weren't around for a long time. And then Summit Candy Bars, do you remember them? Yes. I love them. They were like a, a, like a wafer with like a chocolate. And there was like some, I think there was some nuts and some other stuff in there. And they and the bar looked like a mountain, like Summit, you know, on the outside. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. And then And then I was thinking about, there were some sour balls in my box of stuff. And I remember this in the stores when they had the Brock's mix, the like little... Um, I don't know. It looked like a little like display stand of like it had all the little like little cubicles in, in them, like of each different candy. You could buy it by the pound. You remember that? Like you get a scoop. You oh yeah. Get an egg, and then you dump the Brock's. Yeah, they weigh it. Kinds. They had like the jelly nougat, you know, kind. And I think you can still get that stuff. But um, these are like all individually, like the 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 root beer and the um and the sour balls and stuff. There they used to be these. Um, they look like big giant uh um like chocolate. Uh, they were caramels. With chocolate on them and they were like wrapped in like a like a waxy paper kind of uh thing they were i think they came in different they might have been even different flavors of those might have been caramel and there might have been like raspberry they reminded me of like a box of like valentine's day candy uh chocolates only they were bigger like um and then they were um individual you know pieces and i i i, I love them i remember my grandparents always bought them you know mm. but they don't i don't they don't do them anymore and then i remember I always love Boston baked beans and lemon heads. Yeah, those are good. Yeah, and I and and I and then there was like all these other kinds of candies too. But um, you know the 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 one kind of candy that I don't know if anybody but my brother ever ate, but they they were very popular was those circus peanuts. Oh yeah, I remember circus peanuts. The oh, one- they were so they were awful. <laughs> you know, well, my, like- my grandma loved those, and she always had them sitting oh, out. Those orange for, ones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they tasted like such pure <laughs> sugar and uh, chemical. I liked them. Close. I, I, uh, I think. I, you, I, I still eat uh, whatchamacallits. That's one of my favorites. And uh, I like whatchamacallits. They still make them. Mm-hmm. You remember uh, Thingamajig? But, it was kind of a ripoff of whatchamacallits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, I love like Kit Kats, uh, yeah. Reese's Peanut Butter Cup, Twix. Yeah. I'd whatchamacallit. eat any candy back That's in the day. To, uh, yeah, I love Heath Bars. Heath, oh, yeah, bars, Heath bars and what was the other one? It was like a score. Score, score candy yeah. bars i like like them good. i love toffee like the toffee flavor yeah. that was my grandma's favorite i know my grandma speaking of grandma's uh she would get mad if she caught me with candy cigarettes or uh, yeah <laughs> or I, I got some i know big league chew you know she thought i was yeah do you remember that stuff that was um 
it was beef jerky and it was ground up like yes <laughs> like skull yeah yeah my brother it, he would get that he would pretend because like you know we couldn't even allow to snuff tobacco whatever right. and like he'd get that and he would think he was tough stuff when i mean there's i i can remember a picture of him holding up two cans of it that he got for christmas one year and yeah. he probably was like seven or eight years old and it was like he would pinch off like this little piece of like uh it was like ground up beef jerky or some sort you know it was like a it was like it wasn't dark like colored it was like a almost like looked like sawdust in a can right. yeah I mean, you know yeah. and stick it in his lip you know and then pretend he was spitting it was like so it was so funny you know because like he did the whole thing like because because i don't know if like i remember chewing tobacco was like a big like i knew a lot of kids like a lot of boys like when i was around like seventh and eighth grade that chewed chewed tobacco it was a big deal like i mean and and like they thought they were hot stuff but i mean as we know like as we aged like how bad it was for you and it, it is terrible you know like um you know, causes, you know, lip cancer and tongue can mouth cancer, all that stuff. But, but back then everybody thought they were cool spitting all over the place. And they used to do it on the school buses. And I remember my mom, you know, was a school bus driver and she, she let them chew if they like spit into like a, 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 a pop bottle or, or something, you know, but not on the bus. Cause if you guys, if you spit on the bus and you're in trouble, but and kids did, they got, they got, uh, they got in trouble all the time, you know, for spitting on the bus. That's just disgusting when you think of it now. But, you know, because people, I don't, kids today, they, I don't think they chew tobacco like they did like 30, 40 years ago. You know, yeah. it's just not, I don't, I don't ever see anybody chewing tobacco, you know, not anymore. You know, people vape, they don't even like smoke cigarettes like they used to, you know, but they all, have, but, you know, it turns into something else, you know, but yeah. But yeah, anyway, I don't, that don't have anything to do with candy, you know, really. But I guess, I mean, you know, I mean, that's what I think of the, the gum too. They did the chew, the big league chew, not just the tape, you know, they had the, right. the, the yeah, and it was chopped up into like little pieces to look like you're, um, get, you know, chewing tobacco, you know promote gum over you know snuff you know so I didn't even see that in the stores I come to think of it like you know you used to like see like you know tobacco in the cans on the shelf at the checkout you know I mean I don't they don't do that anymore I don't know where you can buy it probably behind the um probably behind the registers now like everything's I mean, you could buy, I could go into a store and buy cigarettes for my, my parents back in the day. You remember uh, cigarette vending machines? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. You mean, I, I, there was a place down the, the street from when I left school and they had a, um, a candy uh, vending machine and we used to go there after school. They had all kinds of, remember those candies that were the, they still make them that are like the caramels with the little white center in them. I don't yeah. know what they're called. You know, I forget they have a name. I forget what they're called though. And then they, I, they, you could buy. I remember always stopping there and get one of them on the way home. But I, I do still like candy. I, I, I don't know if I think I like um, peanut M and M's. Are like one of my favorite candies now. And uh, I like Kit Kats too. I never like was crazy about Three Musketeers. You know, uh, they. I think if I had to eat one, I would eat one, yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't. That was one of my mom's uh, favorites. Yeah, I think I, 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 um, yeah, but I would rather have like a Snickers, you know, than over three Musketeers, you yeah. know, and, you know, they used to have like all the commercials then back then too, for all the candy and stuff. And they had cool commercials, you know, 
It's like we were talking with uh, Brian Cutler about the peanut butter yeah. and chocolate. Yeah. yeah, it's like that's for Reese's, you know, Reese's cup. Now they don't, they don't. I don't see like products on TV like candy and I see and, Skittles like, advertised. You know the, the yeah, those, I hate those commercials. Yeah. I cannot stand them. Like the guy milking the giraffe and it comes out. The, the Skittles are coming out. Yeah, yeah, that's gross. <laughs> you know it's like no no i mean cool commercials you know the the ones that are, they're out the, the the commercials that are out now they're like um those ones for like um those mints those breath mints and stuff like that and they're riding a unicorn and it's just yeah. like they're crazy you know so i i just like plain old you know regular um commercials <laughs> yeah did you have a, any other favorite candy not just those ones I named, but uh, I, w- I want to tell our listeners, go to our Facebook page and tell us what your favorite 80s or even 70s candy was. Yeah. Or what your favorite candy is now. We want to yeah. know. Inquiring yeah, minds want to know. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, we're giving away a, a Pop Ninja shirt. And yep. my code word is Tootsie Roll. <laughs> Tootsie Roll. There you go. Yeah, because we That's have Tootsie the movie and yeah. candy tootsie roll and we rolled along here with our uh podcast there you go. <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah say send us that in a message and you might win one of our cool shirts yep yep well i want to thank all of our listeners y'all rock and join us next wednesday for a brand new episode and please visit our facebook page and leave us some comments on some of the you know, the post that we put there or post your own, or uh, you you can even let us know some topics you would like us to uh, cover in future episodes. We just want to hear from you. Let's interact. Yeah. And as we sign off, I want to leave you with this final thought. Mr. Cal, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? I don't know. I always end up biting. Ask Mr. Fox, for he's much cleverer than I. Mr. Fox, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Why don't you ask Mr. Turtle, for he's been around a lot longer than I. Me? <laughs> I'd bite. Mr. Turtle, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? Honey, he's never made it without biting. Ask Mr. Owl, for he is the wisest of us all. Mr. Owl. How many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll Center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three.